It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your arraignment update. Oh, your, well, it could be arraignment update It now. could be, pretty soon. But I think indictment, it's too hard to, I, I'm just now getting, starting to remember this, so. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We're so, work our way indictment to update. Yeah. That's right. So, in uh, seven more days. Seven You better have your days. ass. Man, it's it's bad going to jail on Friday, because usually you're there till Monday. <laughs> Ooh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a very interesting week. None like any we've ever seen before. I think Not I don't know that we've like. ever seen a president. I, I swear to God, one more indictment, he get a free cup of coffee or car wash or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and interesting though, he still has not lost any support from the people. You know, I guess who are saying that they're going to vote for him. Well, we're of a fifty-fifty so. country, right? Pretty much a forty-three, forty-three country. Mm-hmm. It ain't him they got to worry about. It's the independents who who. The re- there's a reason Georgia's blue. There's a reason Arizona's blue. There's a reason Orange County's blue, and he's it. Yeah. I mean, I, I know he's the only one in double digits. I think he's followed by Chris Christie, who's pushed yeah. somebody out the way, which really well, isn't that hard. Then DeSantis I, I think Chris and Christie, Tim Scott. I think that 11% is his cholesterol level. But um, <laughs> Yeah, plus P.T. <laughs> Barnum said it best a long time ago. There's a sucker born every minute. So every minute. Every Happy birthday to Malcolm Jamal Warner. Happy birthday to Christian Slater. Happy birthday to Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Happy birthday to Dennis Leary. Happy birthday to Joseph Marcel. He's the butler on Fresh Prince. Happy birthday to Nico Hart, Kevin Hart's wife. Happy birthday to Kenny Skywalker from the NBA. Happy birthday to Jeremy Shocker from the NFL. Shockey, I'm sorry. From the NFL, happy birthday to Parker McKenna, uh, Posey, uh, which is uh, Katie on uh, my wife and kids. Happy birthday to Master Killer uh, from Wu Tang. Happy birthday to Fat Lever, Lafayette Lever from the NBA. Happy birthday to Willie McCauley Stein. Happy birthday, posthumously, of course, to the one and only Patrick Swayze. Oh, wow. Happy birthday to the greatest shortstop ever, Roberto Clemente. Happy birthday to Shelly Winters. Happy birthday to Reg E. Kathy on uh, Norman Wilson on The Wire and Freddie on The House of Cards. Happy birthday to Gail Fisher, uh, one of TV's first prominent black actresses. She won several awards for playing Peggy uh, Fair, the secretary on Mannix. Happy birthday to Sarah Dash, member of LaBelle, and happy birthday to Greg Leakes from The Real Hap, the uh, Housewife of Atlanta fame. We have a great show. Of course, this is what it happened was Friday. If you missed some of those calls, do not worry. Uh, we're going to get to those calls in a, bl- in a bit. Jasmine's going to have what's trending. And if you can't hit, hit happy out of the club, no worries. We're going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party on the D.L. Hughley Show. Jazz man. What man? Tell these good people what's trending. Just a reminder about revenge porn. When you break up with somebody and they've sent you some nude pics and whatnot and fancy things, keep them to yourself or delete them. Situation in Texas, a jury has awarded $1.2 billion to a woman whose ex-boyfriend took pictures that she had sent to him, intimate pictures, and put them on the internets. And he said to her, you will spend the rest of your life trying and failing to wipe yourself off the internet. Well, the girl goes by the name of DL. I'm just saying. Yep, it's true. Hang on. It ain't you, but that's the name that they are giving her. But her ex-boyfriend put these pictures up. She sued. She was going after uh, $100 million, and the jury awarded her $1.2 billion. Yes, yes, yes. $1.2 billion. $1.2 billion. She ain't going to get none of that. Nah, she probably not. Nah, the billion. Mm -hmm. His name is Marquez, too. Marquez Jackson. Marquez ain't got that. he ain't got no Marquez, no, I ain't got it hanging around. Also trending, I know you saw this video. I was furious by it. It happened in Greensboro, North Carolina. There was a group of black kids, specifically this one black kid, swimming in a pool. Young black boy. Uh-huh. 
and a woman came over and she basically was taunting him, telling him to get out. And then she started pouring her soda all over his face and hitting him in the head. Now, she's 62 years old. This was a kid. He was 11 years old. And her reasoning is, she said that a lot of these kids who don't live here in this complex keep coming to my pool, and I was upset about it. I handled it the wrong way. Of course, she was arrested. But now that family... She assaulted a child, right? Yeah, she assaulted him. That Mm -hmm. family of the 11-year-old is now suing her. And the apartment. And I bet they won't get anything close to a billion dollars, even though there was real harm there. near it. She's a manager there at the complex. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) the manager. I was so mad about this. If you could see her pouring, hit him, hitting him in the head with a bottle and pouring the soda all over his What's face. What's today? I'd still be whipping her. Oh, for sure. Throwing Without question. Without question. And the other outrageous thing, I'm sure you saw this in Denver. People are talking about this. The police department was called uh, where a black man was shot by police. They thought he had a gun. He actually had a marker. Um, but uh, the, his wife was on the sidewalk in a wheelchair saying, don't, you know, don't pull out a gun on my husband. He did lunge towards the police officer, but now they're being investigated. So we'll oh, see yeah. what happens with that. But that's what's trending. Yeah. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. From California to New York, school districts struggled all this past week as parents and students tried to navigate delays and cancellations caused by what? School bus driver shortages. They say the common factors in this problem are changing workforce and also, you know, a lot of uh, part-time uh, drivers were yeah. stay-at-home moms. And they were like, we ain't doing that. No Hell more. no. As well as the commercial driver's license regulations. I've had my feel with these badass kids. Yeah. Let them get there. Yeah, I know. That's mm-hmm. right. Get there. Get there. How you can. Uh, a new generation of mothers have ditched wine as a means to de-stress and now they're experimenting with micro doses of magic mushrooms. <laughs> they're doing it to focus on wellness and healing. They say psychedelics have gone from fringe to mainstream in recent years with the FDA clearing the way for clinical trials to check out the effectiveness. Once once suburban woman got it, it's all over. It's all over. It. I'm going to have to get me some of them. Just like magic Starbucks. Mushrooms. Let me tell you something. Wonderful. Yep, you, I'm telling you. All right, coming up, uh, we had some great calls this week. If you missed them, do not worry. Those calls will be coming up in about five minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Now, Monday, what had happened was Jamie apologized after his post uh, that uh, they killed Jesus, the student named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Uh, fake friends, hashtag fake friends, fake love. Uh, some accused Jamie of, of, of course, promoting anti-Semitism, while others believe that it had nothing to do with Jewish people. What do you think? Uh, should Jamie have apologized? That was a question we posed to you, Said, Man, I'll tell you what, um, as a Jewish girl um, or a girl that came from a very r- religiously kind of different family, my mother was Jewish, but technically I'm Jewish by blood, Um I don't understand at all why people are attacking Jamie Foxx about this. Um, he is genuinely a great man. I just, it, it's just, everything's gone too far. Everything has gone way too far with this, um, let's get sensitive over this and let's get sensitive over that. And I just don't believe at all that he intended anything other than exactly what he meant by fake friends, fake love. It's as simple as that. Jamie Foxx was talking about somebody close to him that was a brother or sister, a.k.a. Black. And yeah, it actually was an anti-Semitic statement because the truth is, is that we are the true original Semitic people. 
But anytime that anyone says them that's alluding to Christ, the Jewish community, meaning acting like Jew community, they get offended. And I think that the hit dog howls because they've done so much dirt in this world, particularly to a lot of brothers and sisters of color, and also quite as it's kept behind the scenes and in front of people's faces in the entertainment community, that they feel like, oh, well, he's probably talking about us. I'm so sick and tired of these people always try to make things more of what it is. In our community, it is what he said it was. It's just ridiculous that this council culture is, is just getting out of hand. It's getting out of control. The historical texts in the Bible say that the Romans killed Jesus. So I don't think Jamie Foxx was being anti-Semitic. I think he was actually using it as a metaphor for people in his inner circle. I feel like people just want to talk just to be talking and don't know what the hell they're talking about. So, I mean, regardless of what he said, how he said, someone going to always have something negative to say back to him. So I'm like this, just be who you are and the age with everybody else. Well, since they would kill our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the fact is that they would kill anybody. And this was not talking about those who actually call them being from the sect of Jews. This was just saying that if anybody would kill Jesus, what chance do you stand? So, of course, it was not anti-Semitic, like they said. Some communities never heard it before like that. I'm 57 years old. Why? Why does Jamie Foxx have to apologize for something it's true. Look how they did Jesus Christ. How do you think they're going to do me? He was just expressing that they are fake friends. He should not have to apologize for anything. I mean, I don't understand it. This, this world is crazy. Black people have to apologize for everything. No, he should not have to apologize. He didn't do anything wrong. All right, we got more of this week's uh, best calls. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your uh, indictment update. Remember, tonight I am in uh, at the Improv in our, excuse me, in Orlando, two tonight, three tomorrow. So come check me out if, if you take a notion. NBA star Steph Curry made a uh, passing comment um, referring to his green eyes, stating that his family has good eyes. And he, of course, received backlash. Uh, do you think that uh, him calling green eyes good eyes should have been a problem? That's the question we posed to you, said. I think that colored eyes are beautiful eyes. I don't have a problem with him saying that. I think people who wear contacts and eyeglasses have bad eyes. Other than that, you have good eyes. Yeah, I know green eyes. Man, I got green eyes, man. My dad had 24 kids, and all of them got green eyes. Man, he alive. He see these green eyes good. Cause I've been wearing glasses since I was 30 years old, man. <laughs> 30 years old. Well, you know, my brother's got light eyes. My dad had light eyes. I mean, you know, he ain't all of that stuff with the light eyes. I mean, you know, so what you got light eyes? You light. DL look good with the light eyes because he got a little brown skin. Everybody knows when you run across somebody with good eyes, hazel eyes, light green eyes, light brown eyes, it just take them up a notch. And I feel like Steph Curry got every right to say he got good eyes. And that's what's wrong with a lot of people. They got enough time to hate on somebody else that loves themselves, likes what they see in the mirror. When they need to look in the mirror and like what they see. So, no, nah, Steph Curry, man, if you think you got good eyes, bro, you got good eyes. Point blank, period. You know what? That doesn't even make any sense, good eyes. You know what? Your eyes serve a purpose. So it doesn't matter what color they are. You know, if his eyes were blue or what, it doesn't even matter. Good in what way you can see. That's the whole point. I, I just wish... 
adults would think before they speak? I mean, really, because that didn't make any sense. That sounds like something maybe a two-year-old would say. Yes, indeed, I have a problem with him calling his green eyes good eyes. The implication behind that is that any other color are bad eyes. And we know that that thinking comes directly from that light is right, black, get back, brown, stick around thinking. And so, yes, I do indeed have a problem with him saying that. Uh, I kind of feel like because he's talking about himself, I don't think it should be an issue. But if he was talking about somebody else in another race or say if he said the Indian's person's hair was um, good, then I think that would be a problem because he's not talking about his own self. I don't think he meant, like, people don't have light-colored eyes, um, don't have good eyes. But I do understand the frustration some people may have because I'm a black woman, a dark-skinned black woman with dark brown eyes. My husband's a caramel black man with dark brown eyes. But our daughter, our last child, has gray eyes. And it does offend me when people assume that she's half white. And I'll be like, no, I'm married to a black man. She has two black parents. It's frustrating to think that just because you know, somebody's black, that they have to either have contacts or part white enough to have light-colored eyes. It's been proven that black people do have a recessive gene where our eyes are light-colored. We got more of what had happened was on the D.L. Hughley Show. Wednesday, what had happened was there was an argument on Instagram saying if a man expresses that he doesn't want kids and even advocates for an abortion, but the woman chooses to have the child anyway, then the man, woman doesn't have the right to complain uh, to him or add, uh, believe that he'll help them out. Uh, but some people believe that that was just an excuse to abandon a child. Where do you fall? What did you think? Listen, if he's going to have children, he should have wrapped it up or just not have sex. But once he decided to do it unprotected, it's his responsibility also. It's not just hers. So, listen, he got to take care of that baby. Hey, I think it's a coward move for a man not to take care of his kids. If the woman decided not to have an abortion and she had a child, you still obligated to take care of your child. That's your seed. That it's not only a woman's responsibility to have birth control. If a man does not want to be a father, he should put on a papa stopper. Why is he having unprotected sex knowing he could make a baby? If he doesn't want one, why not just put on a condom and avoid all of that? Yeah, man, if you don't want no kids, just wrap it up, man. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want no kids, just wrap it up. You don't get to abandon your child because you don't want no kids. That's ridiculous. Uh, I think it can go either way, but the issue I'm having with that is this. Uh, if, a, if a woman wants to have an abortion and the man wants to keep the child, the woman holds all the costs so she can have that abortion without a father having any say so, and vice versa. If the woman wants to have a child and the man doesn't want the child, he shouldn't be forced into that responsibility. And I don't think it's abandoned. I think I've told you that that's, this is what I don't want. You went ahead and decided to have that anyway. So you shouldn't complain about what I told you at the beginning of this relationship, what I didn't want. I am a victim of that at a very young age. And I believe that if you express to the woman that you do not want to have kids in the very beginning, I don't think it should be on the man because you were against their wishes. That's your wish. And they should understand that because you may not be the one that he's going to be with. And that's that's a form of entrapment, I think. If it's discussed in the beginning of a relationship and the precautions aren't taken, then he needs to man up. It shouldn't be just totally on her and her responsibility if 
the precautions weren't taken. If they're not using protection, then the next thing is a child. So I don't feel like he should have to have an abortion based on him not wanting a child when precautions weren't taken from in the beginning. Of course, the question was uh, yesterday, Michael Orr of, of Blindside fame is suing the family, the Tui family, because he said they didn't really adopt him and they stipped him out of some of the money for the back end. Do you think that Sandra Bullock should get back her Oscars? Uh, Oscar, that's the question we posed to you, said. I don't think Sandra Bullock should have to return her Oscar because she was just, she got an Oscar for the role she was playing, not for the actual story. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I think people need to find something better to do. Sandra Bullock has nothing to do with this issue. So unless she did the research, she's the you know, writer of the story or the editing of the story, what have you. It, part of the creation, I guess, crew, she won the Oscar. She did a great job. She drew all of us in, had all of us crying at times. Let the lady keep her Oscar and leave her alone. Sandra Bullock should not get her Oscar taken away. She didn't have conservatorship over the Thule. She didn't force some people to do what they did. She did her job and she's an actress. That's it. No, Sandra Bullock shouldn't have to give back her Oscar. She acted out a script. Now, if the script was based on a lie, that's not her fault. She did her job. So the answer is hell no. Well, I don't think Sandra should have to return her Oscar, but I thought I heard earlier today that there was something revealed in um, his book, in Michael's book, that indicated he knew this situation. So I'm, I'm not sure how I feel on, on that part, but I don't think she should have to return the Oscar. Specifically that um, Mr. Orr need to get some money, but they do not need to take the Oscar away from Sandra Bullock. It wasn't her fault. She didn't orchestrate the, the scam that they did on that poor young man. Well, I think uh, she should not return her Oscar. She was hired to do a job. She put in the work. She got paid for her job. So she deserves her Oscar. Now, I don't think Sandra should give the, uh, you know, the Oscar back. I don't think she had anything to do with it. You know, uh, if the allegations are true, um, I think that should be, you know, her discretion to give it back. But I don't think Sandra done, you know, nothing like that as far as she knew what was going on with it, you know, with the whole investigation with Michael Orr. So if she didn't have anything to do with it, don't get the Oscar back because she, she done her thing to earn that Oscar. All right, coming up, I'm about to give you a little note from the GED section. That'll be up in approximately 15 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. For those of you who are not regular listeners of the D.L. Hughley Show, here's just a tiny sample of why you should listen every day. Uh, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. So today, Donald Trump will be walking into his, this is third or fourth indictment? Yeah, I think it's his third. <laughs> yeah. If he get one more indictment, he should get a free coffee now, wouldn't yeah. he? <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, also trying to remember when I told you about Monica jumping into the crowd and uh, yeah. kind of going off on that yeah. guy who was yeah. allegedly hitting yeah. this woman. Other people are coming forward with their recording showing that the girl actually punched him first. And Monica hit a dude that had already been hit. So two bras beat him up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Everybody is talking about the brawl that took place in Montgomery, Alabama on mm. the dock. They are talking initially and then they push and hit the dock work. He tosses his hat up in the air like he's calling Wakanda. Oh, yeah. Show <laughs> sure was. That was and, a bad signal. Know, they was not playing, man. Rednecks got MAGA hats and black people got that black hat. You throw that up in the air and niggas show up from everywhere. Trump has been indicted so many times 
Um, hey, hey, hang on a minute. Jeff, this is my brand new studio. Stop That's why tearing I keep, stuff up. I was up. trying to show you. I was you trying to help. No, I'm okay. just trying to figure out. Hang, hey, hey, Jeff, come on, man. If you can't figure out the microphone, don't mess with it. Just leave just, it alone. Now, um, when we were talking about some very serious stuff and you disrupted it all with your inability to handle an object that just should be just sit up and just call. <laughs> What do you think of that, Tecumseh? I think that's dope. Congratulations. Chickasaw. What do you think of that? <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> People don't know we're, we're teasing you about your Indian hair. Well, I'm, I'm just black. Just. That's a good Indian name, just black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just black. Stop what's, what's a horse pulled over? <laughs> Hey, I'm dropping another hot new song with my day part of the week. That's up in less than 15 minutes. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your uh, indictment, indictment update. update. Tonight, two tonight uh, in Orlando. So I got two tonight, three tomorrow in Orlando at the Improv. So come check me out. A very interesting thing. I alluded to this yesterday and I was talking about the fact that, you know, Young Thug is in jail. Uh, he can't make bail allegedly because he's a, a minister to society. Uh, of course, over the uh, a day ago, it, it, there was breaking news that the their safety for the concerns of the Fulton County Grand Jury. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? Because the young thug? No, no, because Donald Trump. Because the old one. It ain't because yes, old yep. thug. Yeah. And the same thing goes with, you know, Fonnie herself. She is in need of, she actually, during her press conference when she announced uh, all of the people who were being uh, indicted, she said, you know, she thanked her security. She was like, you know, I've needed security from the very beginning. And I want to say thank you to them for watching over me. Yep. So I think that this notion that uh, Donald Trump, he's running for the president of the United States of America to stay out of jail, but he still doesn't get to intimidate. Who thinks that they can intimidate uh, witnesses and and threaten uh, district attorneys and attorneys generals and you know investigators and everybody he did the witnesses everything so and you can't tell me that he's not in fact what they're accusing young thug be which is uh, to be which is a, a, and a menace yeah a menace to society all right coming up this hour we got my day butter of the week plus it is friday uh, we got Alibo, the streaming hack warrior on the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for the streaming movie review with Alibo, the streaming hack warrior. What's that, Alibo? It is the August, the last month of the summer. Yes. That means it's time for kids to get ready to go back to school. Teachers will prepare for class and stay-at-home moms will act like they have no class. I'm serious. <laughs> you know, this summer, dear mom, brother, my father tried to sell a house, but no one would buy. They think it is haunted. Oh, I know. Listen, I'm a warrior. This is crazy. But my father has lived there for over 100 years. He has never noticed anything strange. I'm serious. <laughs> one time, I saw a fat ghost. He did not scare me. I told him he needed to exercise, bro. I'm sitting <laughs> Today's movie is about a haunted house. The movie is Haunted Mansion. This is not the same as the Haunted Mansion that Eddie D. Murphy did in 2003. But it is just as kind of funny as that one was. It has a great cast. Lakeith de Stanfield, Rosario de Dawson, Tiffany de Haddish, and a bunch of funny white people you know. <laughs> In this version, a single mom named Gabby hires a tour guide, a psychic, a priest, a historian to help exercise her newly bought mansion. After discovering it is 
is inhabited by ghosts. Oh. This movie is not very scary, but remember, I am a warrior. I once beat a ghost to life. <laughs> a ghost tried to have me exercise. I'm serious. Then I remembered, This is a Disney movie. So it is funny, scary for children. Not warrior children. Warrior children play hide and seek with the boogeyman. <laughs> Usually, when I watch these films, I expect nothing and I am still disappointed. But this was a fun movie for the Holy Family. I give it three and a half handbags and a matching pair of Crocs. Now, if you add this movie before I finish the sentence, get my new product I developed with my warrior friends in Jamaica. It is the new Irie phone. It comes with a GPS, ganja positioning system, and bumper clad waiting. I'm serious. This is Alibo, your hacking warrior, with the stream hacking movie review. Hamne salamianane. Stay safe and healthy. Hamne, hamne, ham. <laughs> coming up, we're going to take a peek into Jasmine's diary. That's coming up in approximately 10 minutes on the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time to take a peek into Jasmine's diary. Woman, we have your diary. Either you read it or we I'll shall. I'll read it myself. Dear diary, am I the only one that thought favors were categorized? You know what I mean. Like there are certain people who can ask me for certain things and others who can't. Well, apparently I'm the only one who thinks that. My friend is not speaking to me now because she called me to ask me to co-sign a loan for her. Now, first of all, my first thought was, ain't you too old to be asking me something like that? My second thought is, we're not even good friends. My third thought is, why would you even put our friendship, whatever level it is, at risk like that? Why would you ask me something like that? You know I'm going to say, no, you already know. If you know me, you know. Don't ask me to do something like that if you know we're not great friends. You barely even call me. You barely even speak to me. And now you want me to co-sign on a loan? Am I crazy? And she had the nerve to tell me she didn't think I was a good friend. Okay, again, we haven't spoken in months. I know you're in dire straits right now. But how about start low, okay? Ask me something like, can I borrow a cup of sugar? Can I borrow a t-shirt? Start low and work your way up. You don't just call me out the blue and ask me to co-sign on a loan. Girl, bye. He got a song from when your mom and daddy were still together. But some people get very upset with me, so they never, ever, ever miss an opportunity to let me know how they really never. feel on our segment called <coughs> F-U-D-L Hughley. That is coming up in less than 15 minutes. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Hey, it's the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment, uh, indictment update. update. We're a week away from all them people perp walking into it. That's right. Can I wait? Get on in there. Must see viewing. The last time that many white people got walked to the court in Atlanta, it was a civil war. <laughs> Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Last time that many white people walked through the Fulton County courtroom in Atlanta was a civil war, and Atlanta had fallen. Yes. Slave owners are turning over yep, their grave. Yep. Mm-mm. I'm telling you. Atlanta been black a long time. Yeah. I think all, everybody should line up along the streets to watch them walk in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put a DJ out there. Yeah, put a DJ, you know. Yeah, Atlanta been black a long time. Sing ding dong, the witch is dead. The witch. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, it's ironic that, it, it, of course, d- d- democracy is tenuous, 
but it is the only thing holding the line between, you know, that thin blue line is what police like to refer to as what keeps chaos uh, from reigning. Mm. The thin black line is what keeps democracy viable, and that's uh, these young black prosecutors uh, and the judges who yes. are now— um, you know what? I could see why Trump hates black people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. They're always indicting me and calling me there. Between Alvin Bruggs, Letitia, <laughs> Judge Junkin, and uh, and uh, Fanny yep. Willis. Fanny Willis. Yeah. And they all got that same look, too. Like, mm-hmm. Right. I'm here for you. Yeah. Good and black. <laughs> right, so... It's it's a good day for us, but I, I, undoubtedly there are some people who are going to be very upset. So you got to make sure you check your surroundings out. I think it's going to be very dangerous in Georgia, man. Um, coming up this hour, we got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together. Plus, people get very upset with the things I say. So we're going to give them an opportunity to express themselves with our segment called... F-U-D-O-U, Lee! <laughs> and we're going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party on the D.L. Hughley Show. Sometimes... People get really upset with me, so we're going to let them vent with our segment called F.U.D.L. Hughley. Won't you please welcome our F.U.D.L. Hughley correspondent, little Niecy James. Hello, this is Niecy James, your F.U.D.L. correspondent. Our first F.U.D.L. comment comes from Facebook. Raisin Wright says, D.L., I hear congratulations are in order. You recently became a grandfather to a beautiful baby girl. I also heard you said you are going to spoil her and give her everything she asked for, even after her parents tell her no. Dale, you need to stay out of the child-raising business. Look how your own kids turn out after you helped raise them. Please stop. Break the cycle. F*** you, Dooley. Our next F you, Dooley comment is from Instagram. Mixdish22 says, Dale, I hear you constantly making fun of your executive producer, Skid Cheatham, ever since he took a DNA test and found out he was 38% white. Why is that a thing with you? He is still a strong, intelligent black man. Besides, we didn't make fun of you when your DNA test results came back showing you were 43% butthole. Fuck you, Dooley. Our last Epi Dooley comment is from the Dooley Show website. Kali Love says, DL, why do you always say everyone is against California? We love almost everything about California. We love the Lakers, we love Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, Fat Burger, the great weather, palm trees, and Hollywood. Even iconic artists have made great songs about California. Tupac, Tony Tony Tony, Biggie, LL Cool J, DL, I'll say it again. We love California. The only thing we hate about California is you. But f*** it, Dudley. Well, that's it for this week. This is Niecy James, your F.U. Dudley correspondent. And until next week, bye. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for What You Need to Know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with What You Need to Know. A supporter of Donald Trump was arrested after she left a threatening racist voicemail for Judge Tanya Chutkin, the presiding judge over the election interference case against the former president led by special counsel Jack Smith. The woman identified as Abigail Joe Shree is also charged with threatening a second black woman, U.S. Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee of Texas. Prosecutors said the woman who was arrested last week admitted she left the message but told investigators she had no plans to carry out anything she stated. Illinois became the first state in the United States to ensure compensation for child social media influencers. The legislation addresses the emergence of child influencers or platforms like video blogs or vlogs, acknowledging their work and requiring fair compensation. This legislation is designed to cover children under 16 who are featured in monetized online platforms, mainly vlogs. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. 
word. Thank you, Sybil. What have you learned is coming up next on the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, of course, that's going to do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Your, your indictment update. Indictment update. I'm on my way to my second job. <laughs> <laughs> on my way to the Improv in Orlando. Got two tonight, three tomorrow. So come check me out if you take a notion. I want everybody to be careful this week. There's a lot of foolishness, shit, a lot of shit going on. Right? <laughs> Tom Fure. Yes. With more to come. Yes, indeed. Me. What did you learn today, Jasmine You Sanders? know, I know we fought a lot for uh, Britney Spears to get out of that conservatorship, right? Well, apparently, you know, she got married not that long ago. It's literally been maybe 14 months or something like that. She's already getting a divorce. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, they say that you're not before. supposed to make, you're not supposed to grocery shop when you're hungry. That's you're not right. supposed to make deci- life-altering decisions when, when you're, you're emotional. fresh out of emotional. Mm-hmm. And you're not uh, supposed to get married fresh out of conservatorship. You should not. You should not. Mm. Shouldn't do it. And she's making some weird videos. She's making some weird. It's nothing funnier than watching Plies talk about her teeny tiny pants. She's like, where'd she get them from? (laughs) It's hilarious. I can tell you this. I was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel with her and she had dirt under her nails. Yuck. I was like, like, I like, did you change the transmission? But like dirt, it? dirt, or like dirt? It was like the kind of dirt that, you know. Doing brakes like, dirt. wow, did you, did you, Jesus Christ, did you do alignment or something? <laughs> you, got a, you got a worm farm? What? What's going right, on Right, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> uh, Junior's Hand of the King, what'd you learn today? Well, uh, besides learning about what um, Britney Spears uh, has a worm farm, um, you know, it's, I'm just so refreshed after this week and then, you know, uh, coming up on vacation next week and then, you know, just finished with my my weekly uh, therapy, which is the FUDL Hughley segment. Oh, uh, wow. I am <laughs> I thought it was a laser. <laughs> I'm nope, ready for the weekend. Laser. I'm ready for next week. Yes, it's been a wonderful time. <laughs> Thank you, D.L. Hughley. All right. You're very welcome on the next D.L. Hughley show. The militant man, Jamal Kingsley, he's going to return to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Plus, we got another special case, Short Bus Records Banger. Have a great, safe weekend. It's the D.L. Hughley show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator, Pull that string. We got to go. Tote, tote. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. See you on the other side.